welcome back everyone and today we're going to be talking about take no part in evil and this is really important to everybody to everyone uh, you know i want to get this message to everybody take no part in evil take no part in it don't have no dealings with evil if you if, if somebody trying to get you to do it tell them no and, and you don't want to be a part of it but before we get in that let's bow our heads and go into prayer dear father we just want to thank you for everything that you're doing that you've done for us thank you for another day thank you for breathing life into us and, and just being there with us and protecting us from all forms of danger thank you for shielding us thank you for shielding us and protecting us and we just want to say thank you for everything and thank you for the relationship that we have with you and that you have with us. Thank you for taking the time out of the day to just see about us and be with us and, and to love us. And we just want to say that we are very thankful to have you in our lives. And we continue to ask you for your protection over everybody. And we are fully healed and fully healthy from head to toe. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And with that being said. Again, today I'm talking about take no part in evil. But and again, before I get in there, I want to tell you that I'm gonna be doing, you know, my podcast on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So, you know, if you can, just keep an eye out on Tuesdays and Thursdays for a new podcast. So I'm dropping every again. I'm dropping every Tuesdays and Thursdays. You know, so you know, tell tell everybody, you know, or you know, just share it Tuesdays and Thursdays. But with no further ado, you know, I, I, again, I want to say that this is called Take No Part in Evil. This part, this podcast episode, you know, I, I want all of y'all to steer clear from evil. Don't be a statistic in evil. Don't, 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 don't do that. We are part of our, our, of our father of the most high God. So that's what we want to do. And it's how we want to be. So without any further ado, I'm coming in, I'm coming with four chapters. I want to go to four chapters on this one, especially because this is this one that I'm reading about is very important. Uh, I want to, you know, I'm, I want to come with this one, especially because this one is very, very important for everybody. You know, and with that, take no part in evil today. You know, I want to be talking about, you know. No, we don't we don't want no one to do no form of witchcraft, no form of sorcery no form of spells no 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 none of that no no astrology you know and i, I know this that's probably hard you know with you know with some people you know but you know god wouldn't want us to be doing astrology you know our full focus should be on him on god you know and that's what we want to do you know and also i want to say you know something about the crystals you know I see a lot of people with crystals around their neck and, you know, people think they get powers or something from crystals. But I'm here to tell you that that's not true. Only power that you can get is from God, from the Holy Spirit. You know, just like in, just like in, in the Bible on Pentecost. The Holy Spirit come down and, and put and, and have you speaking in tongues and, and heal, healing you and, and, and everything. So that's what I want to talk about today. And we could first the first chapter we're coming out of is Deuteronomy chapter 18 today. And without any further ado, let's get into it. So the priests, the Levites and all the tribe of Levites shall have no part 
nor inheritance with Israel. They shall eat the offerings of the Lord made by fire in his inheritance. Therefore shall they have no inheritance among their brethren. The Lord is their inheritance, as he has said unto them. And this shall be the priests do from the people, from them that offer sacrifice, whether it be ox or sheep, and they shall give unto the priest the shoulder and the two cheeks and the mouth. The first fruit also of thy corn, of thy wine, and of thy oil, and the first of the fleece of thy sheep shall thy give him. For the Lord thy God hath chosen him out of all thy tribes to stand to minister in the, game, in, in the name of the Lord, him and his sons forever. And if a Levite come from any of the gates out of all Israel where he sworn, and come with all the desire of his mind unto the place which the Lord shall choose, then he shall minister in the name of the Lord his God, as all his brethren the Levites do, which stand there before the Lord. They shall have like portions to eat, beside, beside that which cometh of the sale of his patrimony. When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone that marketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that uses divination, or an observer of times, or an enhanced, or an enchanter, or a witch. So again, on verse 10, this and, and this version is the KJV. There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that uses divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch. So again, you know, take no part of evil. Don't be a part of that. Don't be a part of witchcraft, sorcery, spells, en enchanting, or any of that. Don't be a part of that. Steer clear from that. Verse 11, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. And going along with that, that's what I forgot to put in here. Don't go to a a reader or a palm reader or or whatever. We don't want we don't we don't want to do that. We don't want to go to somebody that reads your palms because they're still a part of witchcraft. And we don't want to go to a person that tells your future, a a, a fortune teller or, or whatever. We don't want to do that. We don't want to go to that because you know God doesn't like that. God detest that he doesn't he he that makes him angry we we don't want to do that we don't want to mess ourselves up going to them and doing what they try and tell us to do because it's evil spirits behind them and if you get caught in that the spirits gonna jump off of them to you it's just like that's just like say say if you have say if you say if this person has gum on them and the gum is sticky and somehow, some way the gum just falls off, you know, falls off on them. And the person right behind the person that the gum fell off of goes, goes in and doesn't know the gum is right there and steps on the gum. So therefore the gum is on them now. So that's the same way with evil spirits. We don't want to go to, to the, the witches or whatever and, and, and do what they do. Or be a part of them telling telling other people about their future or what they should do. Because just like about the gum, the evil spirits will jump or leash off of that person and go to the, the to the other person that's getting their future told or palm told or whatever. They, it will jump off on them. 
So it's important for us not to be a part of witchcraft or do none of that evil stuff. Again, take no part in evil. Verse 12, for all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God does drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God for these nations, which thou shalt possess, hearken unto observance of times and unto diviners. But as for thee, the Lord thy God hath not suffered thee so to do. The Lord thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto me, unto him ye shall hearken. According to all that thou desirest of the Lord thy God in Horeb, in the day of the assembly, saying, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see this great fire any more that I die not. And the Lord said unto me, They have well spoken that which they have spoken. I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren their brethren, like unto thee, and will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. Now, with verse 18 being what I just said, you know, now, if a prophet go to tell you something, you listen to the prophet, of course, you know, because the prophet is of God. So, want to take that, you know, you can, a, a prophet, you, you will know a prophet when you know when they come up to you. So, you can listen to a prophet, but, because the prophet is of God. But the uh, but the witchcraft and all the other stuff that that's not of God. You don't want to be of in that or do none of that. Verse nineteen, and it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. But the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of their gods, even that prophet shall die. And if thou say in thy heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord had not spoken? When a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord had not spoken. So right there, if a false prophet come up to you and tell you something and it doesn't happen, that, that that's a false prophet. But if the prophet comes up and tell you something and it happens, that's a that's a prophet of God. But the prophet has spoken it presumptuously. Thou shalt not be afraid of him. And that was that for that chapter. And again, I want to tell you again, don't take no place in evil. That's not, that's not what we want to do. That's not who we are. That's not what we want to do. We want to do good, and we want to do right, and we want to be of God, who he wants us to be. We want to do right. But now I'm going, I'm going along to 1 Samuel chapter 28, along with that, you know, along with that chapter that I read, I'm, you know, I'm reading about, you know, about the evil that we shouldn't do. So 1 Samuel chapter 28, and it came to pass in those days that the Philistines gathered their armies together for warfare to fight with Israel and Achish sent unto David, said unto David, know thou assuredly that thou shalt go out with me to battle, thou and thy men. And David said to Achish, surely thou shalt not shall know what thy servant can do. And Achish said to David, therefore will I make thee keeper of my head forever. Now Samuel was dead and all Israel had lamented him and buried him in Ramah. Even in his own city, and Saul had put away those that had familiar spirits and the wizards out of the land. And the Philistines gathered themselves together and came and pitched in Shunem. 
And Saul gathered all Israel together, and they pitched in Gilboa. And when Saul saw the host of the Philistines, he was afraid, and his heart greatly trembled. And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord answered him not, neither by dreams, nor by Urim, nor by prophets. Then said Saul unto his servants, Seek me a woman that hath a familiar spirit, that I may go to her and inquire of her. And the servant said to him, Behold, there is a woman that hath a familiar spirit in, at Endor. And remember, when I said don't do this, no, don't don't go to it. Don't go to a person with a familiar spirit or, or witchcraft or a fortune teller. Don't don't do none of that or, or astrology. Don't do that. You know, be clear of that. And, and I'm going to go in detail on verse eight. And Saul disguised himself and put on another raiment. And he went and two men with him and they came to the woman by night. And, and he said, I pray thee divine unto me by the familiar spirit and bring me him up whom I shall name unto thee. And the woman said unto him, behold, thou knowest what Saul hath done. How he hath cut off those that have familiar spirits and the wizards out of the land. Therefore, then, lest thou a snare for my life to cause me to die. And Saul sware to her by the Lord, saying, As the Lord liveth, there shall no punishment happen to thee for this thing. Then said the woman, Whom shall I bring up unto thee? And he said, Bring me up Samuel. And when the woman saw Samuel, she cried with a loud voice. And the woman spake to Saul, saying, Why hast thou deceived me? For thou art Saul. And the king said unto her, Be not afraid, for what sawest thou? And the woman said unto Saul, I saw God ascending out of the earth. And he said unto her, What form is he of? And she said, An old man cometh up, and he is covered with the mantle. And Saul perceived that it was Samuel, and he stooped with his face to the ground and bowed himself. Verse 15. And Samuel said to Saul, Why hast thou disquieted me to bring me up? And Saul answered, I am sore distressed, for the Philistines made war against me, and God has departed from him. And answereth me no more, neither by prophets nor by dreams. Therefore I have called thee that thou mayest make known unto me what I shall do. Then said Samuel, Wherefore then dost thou ask of me, seeing the Lord is departed from thee and is become thy enemy, and the Lord hath done to him as he spake by me. For the Lord hath rent the kingdom out of thy head and given unto thy neighbor, even to David. Because thou obeyest not the voice of the Lord, nor executest his fierce wrath upon Amalek, therefore hath the Lord done this thing unto thee this day. Moreover, the Lord will also deliver Israel with thee into the hand of the Philistines, and tomorrow shall thou and thy sons be with me. The Lord also shall deliver the host of Israel into the hand of the Philistines. Then Saul fell straight away all along on the earth and was sore afraid because of the words of Samuel, and there was no strength in him. For he had eaten no bread all day, nor, at, nor all the night. And the woman came unto Saul and, and saw that he was sore troubled and said unto him, Behold, thine handmaid have obeyed thy voice, and I have put my life in my, in my hand and have hearkened unto thy words which thou spokest unto me. Now therefore, I pray thee, hearken thou also unto the voice of thine handmaid, and let me set a morsel of bread before thee and eat, that thou mayest have strength when thou goest on thy way. But he refused and said, I will not eat, but his service together with the woman compelled him, and he hearkened unto their voice. So he arose from the earth and sat upon the bed. And the woman had a fat calf in the house, and she had hasted and killed it, and took flour and knitted it, and did bake a living bread thereof. And she brought it before Saul and before his servants, and they did eat. Then they rose up and went away that night. And this is why I say, you know, that you should we shouldn't be take no part so that because along with that Saul had died. He died from that. And we don't want to upset our Father God. We don't want to do that. We don't want to take no parts in even we don't want we don't want none of that. 
what we should be seeking after is God, his love for us and what he done for us and Jesus, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ and his love and what he done for us. That's what we should be seeking. We should. That's what we should seek. That's what we want to do. And I'm coming out of Isaiah chapter 47 on this one. Come down and sit in the dust, O brothers and daughter of Babylon, and sit on the ground. There is no throne, O daughter of the Chaldeans, for thou shalt be for thou shalt no more be called tender and delicate. Take the millstones and grind meal, uncover thy locks, make bare the leg, uncover the thigh, pass over the rivers, thy nakedness shall be uncovered, yell, thy shame shall be seen. I will take vengeance, and I will not meet thee as a man. As for our Redeemer, the Lord of hosts is his name, the Holy One of Israel. Sit thou silent. Of the Chaldeans, for thou shalt no more be called the Lady of Kingdoms. I was wroth with my people. I have polluted my inheritance and given them into thy hand. Thou didst shew them no mercy upon the ancient. Hast thou very heavily laid thy yoke? And thou saidest, I shall be a lady forever. So that thou didst not lay these things to my to thy heart. Neither didst remember the latter end of it. Therefore, hear now this: Thou that art given to pleasure, that dwellest care carelessly. That says in thy heart, I am, and none else beside me. I shall not sit as a widow, neither shall I know the loss of children. But these two things shall come to thee in a moment, in one day. The loss of children and widowhood, they shall come upon thee in their perfection. For the multitude of thy sorceries, and for the great abundance of thy enchantments. God does not like none of that evil stuff. He doesn't. He detests that. Again, he doesn't like that. Verse 10, for thou hast trusted in thy wickedness, thou hast said, none seeth me. Thy wisdom and thy knowledge, it hath perverted thee, and thou hast said in thy heart, I am, and none else beside me. And with verse 10, when it's saying, none seeth me, if no, no one sees, no one sees people that do that, but God sees everything. He sees everything before it happens. When it happens, after it happens, he see it. He has his eyes on every single body on this earth. He he has his eyes on everybody. So if somebody's trying to do something in secret or behind your backs or, you know, whatever, if it's a family member or doing just doing something or whatever, God sees it. He sees that. And he detests that. He doesn't like that. So it's important to know that God, again, he is always with us and he sees everything, even if you don't see it. If you don't see it, he sees it. Verse 11. Therefore shall evil come upon thee. Thou shalt not know from whence it riseth, and mischief shall fall upon thee. Thou shalt not be able to put it off, and desolation shall come upon thee suddenly, which thou shalt not know. Stand now with thy enchantments and with the multitude of thy sorceries, wherein thou hast labored from thy youth. If it, if so be thou shalt be able to profit, if so be thou mayest prevail, thou art weary in the multitude of thy counsels. Let now the astrologers, the stargazers, the monthly prognicators stand up and save thee from these things that shall come upon thee. Behold, they shall be as stubble. The fire shall burn them. I'm going to say this again. Verse 14 of Isaiah chapter 47. Behold, they shall be as stubble. The fire shall burn them. They shall not deliver themselves from the power of the flame. There shall not be a coal to warm at, nor fire to sit before it. There shall they be unto thee with whom thou hast labored. Even thy merchants from thy youth, they shall wander every one to his quarter. None shall save thee. And 
again, it's it's important. It's important for us not to get caught in it. It's important. And I'm coming out of Acts chapter 16. This is the last chapter that I'm coming, that I'm that I'm coming out of today. And after, you know, I'm I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna talk a little bit about it and go into detail about this. So Acts chapter 16. Then came he to Derby and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple was there named Timotheus, the son of a certain woman, which was a Jewess, and believed, but his father was a Greek, which was well reported of by the brethren that were at Lystra and Iconium. Him would Paul have to go forth with him and took him and circumcised him because of the Jews which were in those quarters, for they knew all that his father was a Greek. And as they went through the cities, they delivered them the decrees for the keep that were ordained of the apostles and elders which were at Jerusalem. And so were the churches established in the faith and increased in number daily. Now when they had gone through Phrygia and the region of Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia, after they were come to Mysia, they essayed to go into Bithynia. But the spirits suffered them not, and they passing by Mysia came down to trust. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. After he had seen a vision, immediately he immediately we and we immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel to them. Therefore, losing from trust, we came with a straight course to Samothria. So we came with a straight course to Samatria, and the next day to Neapolis, and from this to Philippi, which is the chief city of that part of Macedonia and a colony, and we were in that city about a certain days. And on that Sabbath, we went out of the city by a riverside, where prayer was wont to be made. And we sat down and spake unto the woman which resorted thither. And a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple of the city of Thyatria, was which worshipped God, heard us, whose heart the Lord opened, that she attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul. And when she was baptized in her household, she besought us, saying, If ye have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house and abide there. And she constrained us. And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us. Now, on verse 16, this this is important. Verse 16, you're going to see what happens to the, to the spirit that, preser- to, that possessed the damsel. You, you, you go see on verse 16. And it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothed saying. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which shoot unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. And when her master saw that the hope of the games were gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers. So they cast so they cast the spirit out of the damsel. They said it, the spirit got gone. So again, it's important. It's very important for, for us not to go and do what other people do. Because if they doing again, if they doing all this stuff and you, and you go to meet them and and they trying to suicide you and, and 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 tell you what what it, what's going to happen and this and that, that spirit 
will latch off of them and, and, and go with you. So it's important for us not to do that. It's important for us to stay grounded in God's word and have our head focused on God. Verse 20, and brought them to the magistrates, saying, These men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe, being Romans. And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates ran off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many strikes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And and, I'm, and this is how good God is. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly, suddenly, there was a great earthquake, earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors was open, and everyone's bands were loose. And the keeper of the prison awakened out of his sleep, and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword, and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Then he called for a light, and sprang in, and came trembling, and fell down before Paul and Silas, and brought them out, and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. Verse 31, and they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in thy house. So again, on verse 31, it's important for us again, you know, I always say this in each one of, in most of my podcast episodes to spread the word because it's important. It's important for us to save again, as many souls as we possibly can because hell is a bad place. And I really and I and I say this, hell is a bad place because that's true. It's a bad place. It's not it's no parties. Again, it's no parties. Some people might think it's a party down there. It's no parties down there. It's straight torture. You get tortured every every single day for eternity. Nonstop. Again, maggots don't die down there. You get tortured in flames. And again, if I go to a stove and I can feel the heat arising off the stove. And that's hot. Hell is way hotter than a stove. And I'm being I'm being real honest right now. Hell is hotter than a flat iron. If you go over there and you put a flat, you accidentally step on a flat iron or a flat iron just accidentally get on you. Hell is hotter than a flat iron. Hell is hotter than the sun. So it's important for us to say as many souls as we can to know our Father God and to know our Lord and Jesus Christ and what he done for us on the cross and for us to know the Holy Spirit. It's very important for us to know this. So it's important for us to spread the word to save as many souls. And, and, and if somebody's doing, if we know somebody's doing evil, it's important for us to go there and try to talk to them and tell them, you know, okay, well, you know, I, I think it's time, it might be time for you to stop, you know, because Jesus wouldn't want you doing that. Jesus could come in any given second, an hour, and it'll be too late. So it's important for, to tell people to, about getting their life right and believing on our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's important. 
It's important because I tell you right now, it's nothing better. It's nothing better. I don't care. It's not, money not better. Nothing is not better than having a relationship with God, with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit. It's nothing better than that. And I tell you right now, because I mean this, I mean every single word that I'm saying right now. It's nothing better than to have a relationship with them. When you have a relationship with them, everything is it, different. It's And it's better. It's way better than what you've been in. And I say this too because, say, say for example, if you have if if, if you in a low place, you down in a low place, and you trying to get out that low place, but you can't get out of there by yourself. You can't get out of there by yourself. You need help getting out of there. And you and you still trying to crawl up and get out, but you can't get out because you can't get out by yourself. We need help. God helps us in every circumstance that we have. God will put his hand down and grab you out of what you was in and put you in a whole different position, a better position than you ever was in. God God loves everybody. He loves you. He loves everybody. So it's important for us to spread the gospel and show people, as many people as we possibly can, to save as many souls as we possibly can for the kingdom of God. It's important. That's why that's why the disciples did it. That's why Jesus did it. Because it's important for us to, to have a relationship with God, with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. It's, it's, it's important for us. Nothing is better than that. It's not. And I'm just being honest. It, it's, it's, it's money not better than that. It's not. Wait, game's not better than that. It's not. Going to parties, it's not better than that. It's not. The a relationship with them are the best thing you can possibly do in your whole life. And I mean that. Verse 32, and they spake unto him the word of the Lord and to all that were in the house. And he took them the same hour of the night and watched their stripes and was baptized. He and all his straightaway. And when he had brought them into his house, he said, meet before them and rejoice, believing in God with all his house. And when it was day, the magistrates sent the surgeons, saying, let those men go. And the keeper of the prison told the saying to Paul, the magistrates have sent to let you go, neither for depart and go in peace. But Paul said unto them, they have beaten us openly and condemned, op- openly uncondemned, being Romans, and have cast us into prison. And now do they thrust us out in privily? Nay, verily. But let them come themselves and fetch us out. And the surgeons told these words unto the magistrates, and they feared when they heard that they were Romans. And they came and besought them and brought them out and desired them to depart out of the city. And they went out of the prison and entered. And they went out of the prison. And when they had seen the brethren, them and departed. So again, you know, I say this because it's important. This is very important. Don't take no part in evil. Don't take no, not one part in evil. Don't do it. Again, no witchcraft, no sorcery, no spells, no divination, no astrology. And I and again I know this is probably you know this this is probably hard for 
some people about astrology, but it's the truth. God doesn't want us to do astrology, you know, about birthdays and, you know, when you're, when, when is your birthday? Like he don't want us to, he don't want us to do, he doesn't want to do no astrology. We shouldn't do that. And again, we shouldn't do the crystals. The crystals, you know, again, people think, so people think that you get healing or whatever it is from crystals, but that's not the case. That's not, that's, that's not real. It's at the end of the day, it's just a, it's just a, a rock or whatever. It's not going to do nothing for you. If you getting healed, that's God healing you. That's and, and, and those are the, the biggest facts that that's out there. If you get healed, God heal God is healing you. If you having a good day, God it's right there with you. That that's all God. This it's no crystal. It's all God. So again, it, it's important for us to stay grounded in the word. Just like how a plant is grounded in the earth. We should be grounded in the Bible like that. Knowing the words, knowing knowing the right things that we should do. And what we should not do. So again, with this, I say take no part in evil. Don't have no parts of it. Don't have no parts in it. Always do good. Always do the best you can be. Always be the best you can be for God. Stand for what God wants you to stand for. Do what God wants you to do. Don't do what... Don't do what people don't do what other people do. Because if uh, if other people if other people was to tell other people stuff and they and, and they they'll do it because they are of the world. They don't know who the most high God is. They don't know who our Father God is. So we know that. We have we have the knowledge of that. We know we know who he is and what he can do. And trust me, he can do a he can do way much more than you can than you can think he can do. He's way more powerful than we think he is. So stay still. Be still. And just and just keep believing and keep the faith. Always keep the faith. Don't let don't let it depart from you. You stay with it. You keep the faith always. It's important. Keep the faith and don't turn. And I, and I mean that with every single last word I'm saying. Do not turn from it. Keep the faith always. And again, and with that being said, you know, I, again, I want all of y'all to, if y'all can, just to share, share this to everybody, you know, share this to family members, family members, share this to, to friends, to share this to everybody that, that, that you come across. Because again, it's time for us to spread the word. It's time for, it's time for everybody to get saved. It's time for everybody to know our father, God, our Lord, the savior, Jesus Christ, and the Holy spirit. It's time for everybody to know. And without any further ado, I want to lead us out of prayer. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you again for everything. And we rebuke any spirits and we bind any spirits right now in the name of Jesus. And we command any evil spirits to leave right now in the name of Jesus. We are all fully healed and fully healthy from head to toe. We are protected from head to toe. Father, please just please just keep being with us and, and keeping us safe and, and just loving us. 
Thank you so much for everything that you're doing, that you've done for us, Father. You are so great and mighty, and we just want to say thank you for everything, Father. Thank you for thank you for having a relationship with us and for us having a relationship with you. Thank you so much for everything. We are so grateful for you, and we want to say thank you for everything that you're doing, that you've done for us. Thank you, Father. Thank you so much, Father, for everything. And we continue to please keep the keep everybody safe. Keep everybody safe that's that's listening and and just and thank you for your love. Thank you so much for your love for us. We just want to thank you for the relationship that we have with you. Thank you for being our father and thank and we're very thankful for being your children. Thank you for everything that you're doing that you've done for us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And again, again, I want everybody to, you know, keep doing, to keep doing good, keep doing right. God loves you. Jesus loves you. Holy Spirit loves you. Keep doing good and I love you. So keep doing right and doing good. And again, take no part in evil. Have no part in evil. Always stay rooted in the word. And again, stay safe and be blessed.